0: Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, Shall I Hide from Abraham? What I am about to do. And this is part two. My text is taken from Genesis 18, verse 16 to 21. And I read, When the men got up to leave, they looked down towards Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all the nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sins so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. In the teaching last week, I shared with you how Papa God wanted to do something calamitous, catastrophic and deadly to Sodom and Gomorrah. By the way, children of God, Sodom and Gomorrah were the two were were two of the wickedest cities in their time. They were not renowned for only perversion and sexual immoralities. Isaiah chapter one equates the sin of Sodom with oppressing marginalized groups, murder and theft. Jeremiah 23, Fourteen links it with adultery idolatry, and power abuses Amos 4 1 verse 1 and Zephaniah 2 8 to 11 compare Sodom and Gomorrah to the oppression of the poor as well as prideful and mocking behavior so as I was sharing last week how the Bible let us know in verse 20 then the Lord said the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me however Papa God thought about it and said let us run it by my friend Abraham first before I do this thing let me go and hear his thoughts before I make a move i also emphasize in my teaching last week that papa god is the greater covenanter in the relationship and the covenant relationship is a two way thing you are at you're not at liberty um to do and to take up matters on your own. Um, if you're in a relationship, you there should be good communication where you communicate with each other um, on important things, even non-important things also, um, on what you're doing. So this is um, an example where Papa God, the greater Covenanter in the relationship, um said he wanted to run um his move uh, by he, Abraham first before he did uh he made the move. So I emphasise that Papa God is last week great that um Papa God is the greater covenanter in the relationship. And greater covenanter means that Papa God has the greater share in the relationship, in safeguarding and the upkeep of the relationship. Papa God has a bigger share in its running, its keep, its maintenance, in care, attention, and Percy preservation. Yes, you might say, why? um it is unequal well because papa god is the great i am that i am yes we can do with we can't do without him but he can do without us anytime he's all god by himself and the bible said he was looking for somebody to cut a relationship with to have a covenant we cut the covenant with and he searched and he searched and he searched the whole earth and he could not find anyone And he had to cut the covenant by himself. So he's all-inclusive. He's God all by himself. And we need God more than how he needs us. Yes, so he chose man to um, manifest himself and his power. He chose that, and we're really privileged and grateful. So Papa God has a bigger share in its running, in running our relationship, our fellowship and this covenant relationship. And he's he's got greater in its keep, its maintenance, its care, attention, and preservation. And so he said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? And I went on to include the meaning of a covenant relationship in last week's lesson, that a covenant relationship is a binding agreement between two parties and um, and I gave Roman 10, verse nine to 13 um, for the example. Um, from what I shared, how two parties can come together to service the covenant, amen? So it is, um, it, two parties can come together to service the covenant and it's basically just a meeting place where both parties can meet and for fellowship, you know um I don't know if I should say parties because it's the, this what I'm teaching is a relationship between yourself and God and our papa god, and so um both um, can meet you know for prayers, for fasting. And um you can add and subtract and remove things from the contract as I was saying last week, as you see it fit. Um because we are we grow as individual, we grow in relationship with Papa God. We're not the same, we're not stagnated, we grow from strength to strength, from glory to glory, and from honor to honor. So we can meet to to remove things. From the contract as as we seed fit. And I gave a little testimony about me in regards to that. And um if you want to hear you have to listen to part one of the lesson, I'm afraid so. Um try your best and listen to part one and you'll hear my little testimony um that I gave. And so, so Abraham as a person was willing to advocate the righteous like what he did when he stood before the Lord for Sodom and Gomorrah and Papa God the greater covenanter who is willing to hear the pleas of his people when they speak on behalf of righteousness so verse 18 Abraham will surely become a great powerful nation and all nations on earth will be blessed through him For I have chosen him, Papa God said, so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. So Papa God went to seek counsel after Abraham and verse 20 he said then the Lord said, the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sins so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. So, children of God, I want you to see the men were commissioned to do a job. These were the guys that turn up at Abraham's place. There were angels that turn up and they were commissioned to do a job. And so they were on their way to Sodom and Gomorrah to do what they were ordered to do. But not so with Abraham. The Bible let us know Abraham remained standing before the Lord. And this is part two of my teaching. Standing before the Lord are what ministers of God are required to do. We are required as ministers of the Lord. We are commissioned to go to Papa God and stand in the gap on behalf of the people. Ministers of God are required to stand in the gap on behalf of the people. Sodom and Gomorrah were not only renowned for sexual perversion. Per- perversions. Sodom and Gomorrah were wickedness and murder rivalries, dissensions, theft, rumors of war in broad daylight. Sodom and Gomorrah undertook brutal, cruel, and grievous offenses against morality. No excess was too monstrous for them. They were two of the wickedest cities in their time. Their evil atrocities were grievous to Papa God. And Papa God was just fed up of hearing the cry of his children. So ministers of God must use the media platform available to them to reach out for the lost. Don't be like the angels who were commissioned to do a job and so they were just strictly on their way to Sodom and Gomorrah to do what they were ordered to do. Be like Abraham, ministers of God, we must be like Abraham. Do what Abraham did. The Bible let us know Abraham remains standing before the Lord. Stop, share your dreams and prophecies. Dreams and prophecies are given to you and I, So we can pray for the cities. Pray on behalf of your, our people. Pray of, on, on behalf of our children and our families. The Bible said, he that winneth a soul is wise. Ministers of, of God must use the media platform available to seek the face of the Lord on behalf of the people. Ministers of God are required to stand in the gap, to reach out for the poor, reach out for the Lord, the lost. Um, watch this in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. He said, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Do we know what that means, children of God or ministers of God? We must humble ourselves first and pray and stand in the gap. And stand before the Lord and and he, he said and seek my face seek my face and turn from our wicked ways then will I hear from heaven I'm just wondering if we see that clause then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land Abraham was in full dialogue with Papa God Begging for mercy on behalf of the sins of the people individually and collectively Abraham stood before the Lord and challenged him Abraham stood his grounds to beg for the lost, the displaced, the disoriented Confused, the killers, the murderers. He stood in the gap for the priesthood He stood before the Lord for for his home. He stood in before the Lord begging God to save marriages children school the country nation ministers of god are required to stand in the gap and cry 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 before the lord cry on behalf of issues cry on behalf of the knife killing and stabbing the wickedness stealing unfair treatment abuse prejudices bigotries Racism, intolerance, sexual immoralities, ministers of God are required to stand in the gap and cry. Go on your knees and cry for these on behalf of the people, communities, the world, and nation. The Bible said, then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are 50 righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous people in the city? And God will hear. If there was one righteous man crying out, God will hear. God will spare lives. Yes, and the, the place for the sake of the 50 righteous People, far be it from you, Abraham said to Papa God, far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you will not the judge of all the earth to do right. Once again, he spoke to him, what if, so Abraham went down the scale. He said, what if only 40 and he spoke again what if there's only 30 what if only 20 what if only 10 can be found papa god and he answered for the sake of 10 i will not destroy it so you see abraham changed god's mind and that's what ministers of god Are required to do. To change God's mind. To save. The wicked. To save. His people. He said when the Lord had finished speaking. With Abraham. He left. And Abraham. Returned home. My God. That's what we must do. Ministers of God. God. We need to pray for the people and we need to use the platform available to us to pray, to cry out for the people, cry out what is happening, the wickedness that is happening around the world, the knife killing, the murder, the abuse, the sexual immoralities. We need to cry out on behalf and ask God have mercy open the eyes of these people so they can see let them see the light let them have the experience of of receiving jesus as their personal savior and lord let them have the experience of having jesus having jesus makes a huge difference having Jesus, all things are changed when Jesus come my way. So I'm going to pray. Thank you for this, Papa God, again, for the privilege and opportunity where I can stand before you. And not me alone, but I know that there are ministers of God and there are churches all over the world that are praying. We I join joining with them. To stand in the gap before you on behalf of your children who are suffering all around the world. What is happening and taking place around the world. In Ukraine, in Russia, in Africa, in the West Indies, in the Middle East, in China, in Korea, in Japan. All around the world. I stand, we stand in the gap to beg for mercy on all of us because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Papa God, have mercy, O Lord. Have mercy. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy. Let the multitude of your tender mercies touch the world individually and collectively. Make a way for the hap- the helpless The strong, the destitute, the poor, the impoverished, the needy, the depraved, the hopeless, the desperate, the corrupted. Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Make a way. Open the eyes of our understanding so we can see where we have fallen short of your glory. Please know, Papa God, that we cannot make it without you. Without you. We are nothing and, 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 and we can do nothing without you. We beg for mercy, mercy, mercy. Please forgive us of our sins and our trespasses and our iniquities. Help us to truly confess Jesus as our Lord and our Savior so we can come into covenant relationship with you before It is too late. This I humbly beg in Jesus' name. Amen. And just remember, children of God, please, I beg you to share this. Share it. Make sure you share it. Pass it on. Pass it on. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. God is watching you when you listen to this. He said, The eyes of the Lord roam it, the whole earth, looking into the affairs of them that walk before him. Share it so somebody can hear the word. You might never know. It will cause a change. It is cause a change. One will chase a thousand, but two will put ten thousand to flight. So share the word of God. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it. Pass it on. Pass it on to your school, to your teachers. Pass it on so they can hear the word of God. In Jesus' name, God bless you.